listening to Brave Girls Club Campfire Tales, Sleepy Campfire Tales. I'm Lindsay. I'm Kelly. And I'm Krista. And, and this, this is, is a, a podcast. Campfire podcast. It's shorter. It's really hard to do the, um, and this is a podcast when we're all, uh, remotely recording. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. We That's just, true. Uh, we just sound really rusty, like we haven't done it in a while, which is also true. So yeah, but also when we're all together, we don't say the same thing during that part anyway because we don't know what to say. Um, Maybe we should change it. <laughs> I like it. You know what? It's a new year coming up. We can make some changes if we want to. That's true. Yeah. It's about to be twenty twenty, baby. That's gross. A new ass decade. Can't believe it. Y'all ready for this? It's gonna be the twenties again. Kelly. Is that not how it goes? It's not how it goes. Is that the right? It's not how it goes. Last time I sang it to Lucy, he was like, that's right. How are you singing it right this time? It's wrong. It it goes wait, so you get me you get me messed up too, because then I forget how it goes. It's like Y'all ready for this? And then I, I, now I'm just hearing how you do it and I can't do it the right way, but I know it's the wrong way. I think Kelly does it. And she like goes down, but I think it goes up on that part. Instead. Yes. That's That's how it goes. That's it. That sounds wrong. I think think that's the Mortal Kombat song. No. I think you're singing the Mortal Kombat song. Yeah. We're going to solve this. I don't know how that goes. Somebody's going to get no to the bottom of this. Really know. Okay. Anyways, <laughs> so a Campfire Tale episode, it's been a while, so in case you forgot, um, people send us stories. You guys send us stories. Or their friends' stories or whatever to our email or our Facebook or our Instagram. And we read them out loud to the world to hear. Yeah. So take that, world. Yeah. Fuck you. Eat it and weep. <laughs> Fuckers. All of you. Fuck Get all of wrecked. <laughs> all right. Are you ready to so just go what ahead? do we got cooking for today? All right. We do the uh, the campfire tales before the sound's fake, right? That's how I it think goes, so. right? Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. So Who is gonna go first. I'll go first since I'm gonna read two. Do you mind? No. All right. Go for it. I'm gonna read a story from our friend EJ in Indio, California. Look him up. Hello, go visit him. EJ. Play What's his, his address? Um 1022 uh East Avenue, Indio, California, 92. <laughs> I don't know. I'm making it up. I don't fucking know. <laughs> but I you need a code to get into his building anyway. So, all right. So here's EJ's story. While attending college, like he's fucking fancy, he thinks he's better than us. While attending college, <laughs> I took a side gig at a local mission painting murals. For an art major, it was a pretty sweet gig. The mission had us work in the middle of the night after operating hours, so we weren't in the way. It was, for the most part, pretty chill. 
We would work on one section of the mission at a time, so the only room with any lights on was the one we were currently working in, and the rest of the place was completely dark. One night... Yeah, a dark-ass church. I'm scared. I'm scared. (laughs) Um, One night, as we were setting up, we heard a faint crying sound coming (gasps) from one of the rooms. We stopped what we were doing and stood silently. It sounded like it was coming from down the hall. I shouted, Is anyone there? No response. I followed the crying continuously shouting in hopes of getting a response and it eventually led me to a room with a bunch of statues. The crying was much louder and clearer. It sounded like a woman, so I shouted again. Hello, is someone in here? Are you okay? Then the crying stopped. Whatever was there knew I was in the room. I heard a shuffling noise coming from behind a statue of the Virgin Mary. As I made my way toward it, a crying, distressed teenage girl jumped out from behind the statue shouting, Please don't call the police, I'm sorry! My heart skipped, but I was relieved the sound came from a human. It turns out she ran away from home and decided to hide in the mission. She thought it would be empty and didn't anticipate a couple of guys working there all night. She was probably waiting for us to finish so she could sneak out and leave. I ended up seeing her again at a house party a year later. She seemed fine. (laughs) Nice. At a house party. Amazing. (laughs) Thanks, EJ. That's very spooky. He actually told that story to me in person, and I didn't remember it enough to write down, so Lucy wrote that down for us. Nice. Thanks, Very nice. Yeah. Imagine being there and like hearing crying coming from a dark room in a mission. With statues, which is the scariest kind of room to be in. Yeah. And she's like behind the statue of the Virgin Mary. And then she just jumps out. Okay. Okay. Ma'am. And then she just jumps out. Okay. (laughs) Well, she seems fine now, I guess. I'm glad for her. She's going out to parties, so... She's Must doing great. Okay. <laughs> She's out there thriving out in Indio, California. Yeah, where it's hot all year long. Yes, yeah, it that is. that place is rough. <laughs> it's like 50 degrees now. 55 degrees. Hmm. Which isn't bad for the winter I was gonna times. I say, that's, that's pretty good. Yeah. It's not hot, hot. But in the summer, it's like 125 degrees. Like, get out of here. Yeah, it's disgusting. You can't do anything without dying. Like, being constantly in air conditioned places. And then they have the cicadas all summer. It's like a cacophony of bug sounds in a hundred million degree heat. Humid Truly and a stinky. Fucking still California. better than Apple Valley. <laughs> yeah, don't go there. <laughs> Truly Just a hellscape. Kidding. Just kidding. It's actually very nice and actually really it's beautiful. beautiful there. Yeah. It is true. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Okay. Should Krista? I read mine? Yeah. Excuse me. Jeez. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I just woke we're, up from a nap. <laughs> we're all a little tired. It's been That's a fair. long yeah. holiday season, right, guys? Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. December. <laughs> we're oh all God. working too much. It's only December 9th. I My- know. <laughs> 
brain truly feels like a root beer float that has been left out for a couple of hours. I saw but that tweet. I thank loved. you. It is so true. I'm just yeah, speaking my truth. I'm, I'm getting doing a my... sore throat from my customer service voice. I hate customer service voices. Okay? Okay, it is like out of my range. Customer service. Everyone yeah, has to I do their it. customer service voice right now. Right now? You go first. Yeah, Kelly, Kelly let me hear it. Okay. Wait. <laughs> I'm embarrassed. Hi, guys. Can I help you find anything today? <laughs> no, that's too high. That's me <laughs> that over-exaggerating. Was, that didn't even sound like you. <laughs> um, hey, how you guys doing? Can I answer any questions for you guys? All right. Sounds good. Have a great day. Bye. <laughs> that's, that's how I sound at work. I have, um, when people come up to buy something, I say, find everything all right today? All right. Can I get your rewards phone number, please? <laughs> and then when I answer the phone, it's, thank you for calling Ulta in Apple Valley, where the possibilities are beautiful. This is Kelly speaking. How may I help you? Wow. Where the possibilities are beautiful. Wow. I didn't make it up. Me. That's the script. But the possibilities are beautiful love that they yeah. truly Crystal, are go ahead okay <laughs> um let's see i haven't worked in customer service for so long so i have to pull it out from uh ma'am this is a wendy's <laughs> <laughs> you never worked at wendy's i know <laughs> ma'am, ma'am this is a papa john's oh my god what do you think about papa john's and the what is it what did he say the 40 the day of reckoning <laughs> The day Papa of John's day of reckoning in the last thirty days. The I'm day scared. That man is truly unhinged. And He's sweaty. So He's so juicy. greasy. He looks like Christina Aguilera in 2006. He's like oozing. He has like, grease. Out the of his permanent pores. meat sweats. He has the permanent he meat sweats. <laughs> Go to the. Doctor. He needs a doctor. He needs medical help. Papa, please. Get help. Get some help. For your meat sweats. (laughs) Diagnosed meat sweats. Perpetual meat sweats. Disgust. Is his name John? Yes. Is that what's called Papa John's? His name is John Schnatter. Oh, yeah. John Schnatter. Yeah, I knew that, actually. Mm -hmm. I hope he gets Do you know everything about him, Krista? No, that's as far as my knowledge goes. Because his name was on all of the boxes. Um, Really? Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah, he's a... They don't make you watch, like, a biopic that Papa John's <laughs> got made of his life. Oh, my God. In order to get hired there. That Papa John's got made of his life. Actually, I think they did make us watch, like, a training video that, like, started with a little thing about how he started the company. Like, he sold mm-hmm. his, his like, beloved sports car to buy a pizza oven and oh, like poor baby. Yeah. Oh my. I know. Poor Papa. He should have just put a raw pizza on the engine and let it cook there. Yeah. Dumbass. It would probably taste better. Papa John's Ugh. pizza is so unbelievably boring. I Not can't believe favorite. it. My brother does I love like a breadstick from there though. Domino's you know is lately? okay. I've been going for, specifically, a Little Caesars, extra yes. most bestest, thin crust pepperoni pizza. 
Ooh, they have thin crust. It's so good. I'm out of the pizza loop. I need to get back on my shit. Like, it's a good deal. Pizza for dinner. I had a frozen pizza. So did all I. I ate all day is one enchilada. <laughs> one cold. Just one. <laughs> it one was... enchilada. <laughs> it was leftover. <laughs> I couldn't finish it yesterday. I got home today. I was so tired and so hungry. I hadn't eaten all day. I just went in the fridge and ate a cold enchilada with my hands. <laughs> <laughs> that's how you do it, bitch. That's, that's <laughs> that is how you. That's live how your I life. did it. <laughs> That's how you do it. That's how you do it, but that's how I did it. You want to know how many times I have to stop myself from saying that's how you do it, bitch, to, like, kids (laughs) at my work? You should change (laughs) bitch to Bruce and just make That's how you do it, Bruce, to a small child. Yeah. (laughs) My name's Lexi. Whatever, Bruce. That's how you do it, Bruce. Bruce, please. Or, like, hell Yeah. I have to stop myself from being like, hell yeah, you know, when, like, the kids tell, like, a long story that has, like, no point really to it. And I'm just like, (laughs) hell yeah, dude, go sit down. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway. I wish you were my teacher so much. It would be so fun. I get um, a lot of kids that tell me I'm their favorite. So I'm pretty proud of that. Hmm. Anyways, is it because you're like hell yeah, motherfuckers? Yeah, <laughs> um, they're like, whoa, oh, this lady's cusses. tight. I don't say cusses. Sometimes I have to catch myself before I say a cuss, but most of the time, it's just like, I don't care where you sit. I don't care if you talk to your friends. Just do the damn packet that your teacher asked you to do, and I'm fine. <laughs> like. Yeah. How old are the kids that you teach? Uh, between kindergarten and eighth grade. Oh, wow. So it's like all ages of... Yes. Childhood. Yes. It's fun. Oh, it's pretty cool. Special. So, right. about my story. Story time. Where did we get this story again? Kelly? This, um... My brother went on one of his forums that he frequents, and he asked his fellow nerds for any spooky stories that he could use to give to me. And so these were submitted there. All right. So this one says, it's called Dad Coincidence. That's I what stopped. I titled it. I didn't. <laughs> it's, it's called, called Dad, Dad Coincidence. Coincidence. I just, I titled it that in my notes so I remember which one it was. That's not what it's titled. I'm just imagining, I'm just imagining like the beginning of a fairy tale and then the book comes up and it just says dad coincidence and then <laughs> opens. <laughs> Here we go. All right. I stopped at this motel in Danville, Illinois on my way back home from college and there was this old homeless guy just kind of hanging out in the parking lot. I decided to give him some change, mainly so he wouldn't go near my car, which was filled with most of my worldly possessions, and as I handed it to him, he said, hey, parentheses, my dad's full name, let's call him Dave, hey, Dave, 54th and Locust, all right. I did a double take, kind of stared at him for a second, and walked away. 
The next day, when I told my dad about this, he said that the first place that he and my mom moved to after they got married was on the corner of 54th and Locust in Milwaukee. <gasps> the end. My brother lives there. True. Whoa, he does. You just gave everyone your brother's address. Well, 54th he and Locust. Address. He lives in Milwaukee. Oh, oh okay. Spooky. Isn't that spooky? He did live there. That is spooky. Do you think do you think it was just a coincidence or do you think the homeless guy just remembered his dad well enough and he looked like his dad? That's what it sounds like, but I don't know. Illinois, Danville, Illinois and Milwaukee. How close yeah, are those? Yeah, what are the chances? Um, well, Illinois is right Probably here. Probably pretty close. And it's Milwaukee's right, next right to... here. <laughs> That's I don't know, pretty far away. I bet the person that wrote it really Illinois looks like their dad. Illinois and Wisconsin are right next to each other. I've never seen the East Coast, not even on a map. It's so not the it's East the, Coast. I've never like, seen like anything past Utah on a map. That's real Mormon energy, dude. <laughs> we don't do geography. That's true. I didn't learn shit about geography when I was in school. Also, I want to clarify. I couldn't even a, label all the states. I'm probably, I'm pretty sure. I still can't do that. Yeah. Mm-mm. Also, I just want to clarify. I'm a substitute. I'm not a real teacher. I'm just there to make sure no one dies while the teacher is gone. Like, that's my only job. Still. Still, Krista. I'm good at math <laughs> and English and some Spanish. I think that's yeah. enough. It's enough for me, baby. Thank you. <laughs> okay, next story. You ready? Yes. All right. Krista, did your uh, webcam go away? No. no Am I not her. showing up? I can't see you. I can see her. Weird. I was wondering why I didn't say anything. Hmm. hmm. Never mind. <coughs> Excuse me. All right. This is... My brother sent me a few stories that he got, but um, this is my favorite one. Are you guys ready? It's a little long, but I like it a lot. That's okay. It's also really... It's really well written as well. So thanks to whoever wrote this. <laughs> nice. I kept them anonymous because I don't think they want to be on this podcast probably i don't know they didn't say expressly that they did so okay so in my hometown growing up there's a legendary local everyone calls the running man he runs around the town in the early hours and late nights in very short shorts and no shirt averaging like 20 miles a day and really running all over so everyone has seen him except me I've just heard him a lot. Apparently the street where I grew up is his late night slash early morning somewhat regular go-to. It's a very central but nestled forested neighborhood, so I get why it's ideal. And my bedroom window is close to the cul-de-sac, so I hear his shoes slapping the pavement. He runs in a very knees-up, full-body fashion, as the legend goes, sometimes swinging his arms like wings and making hup-hup noises. So this strange sound wakes me up a lot at 
a lot at night from middle school through high school, and I'm like, oh, it's the running man, but it's still creepy and disrupts my sleep and continues until I move to New York and forget about him. As I hit my late 20s and early 30s, I start to have really diurnal sleep patterns and wake up in the middle of the night and then insomnia till morning. Maybe twice a week, I deal with this and I get up and write or scroll my phone or whatever. Sometimes when I w- sometimes the wake-ups happen, I think I can hear the running man, even if I'm in LA or whatever. It's just a goofy association. I'll picture him as described to me and kind of laugh. He's so harmless by all accounts. People cheer him on or high-five him. At the very end of December 2015, sorry, 2015, I'm staying at my in-laws for the holidays. My significant other and I have the same hometown where our families still live. They live up north of town in the suburbs. I have a diurnal slash abrupt wake up at night, probably around 5 a.m. Not too early, but I can't get back to sleep. We're planning a family DC trip in the morning, so I'm more frustrated than normal that I can't get back to sleep because I gotta get my shit together and be out at museums and zoos all day with the in-laws the next day. So I watch the hours tick by, and at a little before 7am, I hear the sound of feet slapping the pavement. I think, oh fuck, it's the running man! And since I've been up for a while, I have hope that it's really him still at it. I have... I have to finally see this guy, so I get out of bed in my pajamas and hustle downstairs, grab a top coat, and throw it on and go outside into the frost and fog and stand barefoot on the chilly porch. And there's the running man, as described. Short red shorts and topless. He's got a little knit cap on and a wild goatee, thick jacked legs. But (laughs) he's not running. He's just standing at the end of my in-law's driveway. I wave, and he turns and runs away, lifting his (gasps) knees and swinging his arms in the legendary fashion. The direction he runs away in leads to two separate cul-de-sacs, so he has to come back my way. I think of going to grab my phone to take a picture, but I'm worried I'll miss him, so I wait a minute, and then I get cold, so I go inside and watch from the window, but he doesn't pass back by. I go upstairs and get 20 fleeting minutes of sleep and wake up grumpy and have a long, weird day in D.C. This morning, I wake up at 4 a.m. and can't get back to sleep, so I check the forum that my brother frequents on my phone and open open this thread and, of course, creep myself out so more sleep is not going to happen. The thread is the one where my brother's asking for spooky stories. As I read the stories and think of eerie childhood experiences and local weirdos and those paper-holding suited running parking lot ghouls, that's from a different story, sorry, and a little light bulb goes off, like, oh, running man, I can contribute running man. Out of curiosity, I Google him and see a memorial tribute article for him from early 2016. He was hit by an SUV and killed on December 29th, the same morning of our encounter. I scroll back up in my photos to confirm the date. I find the DC trip art gallery and zoo photos, and I know for sure. 
The news story I find says he was struck by the car around 7 a.m. And that's really close to the time I saw him. Only he was killed on a stretch of road southeast of town, eight miles away from my in-law's house. Oh, shit. Ew. I just got chills reading it and I already read it. I know. (laughs) Ooh, that's scary. Isn't that a good one? Yeah, I like that one. Thank you to whoever sent that in. Yeah, that was really good. I wonder if he just like ran really fast to those eight miles. That's what I'm thinking. Or it was really cold, so it might have been like an hour later and they just didn't Mm -hmm. get Mm -hmm. the time right since it was a hit and run. Mm-hmm. Even still, like, it's a legendary person that they've never seen, and then they see them the day that they die. Like, yes. the last day that you could ever see that person. And Ew. Crazy. when he goes outside to see him, he's not running. He's just standing at the end of the driveway. Oh, and they that see each other. Weird. And then he just starts running again. Hmm. Wow. Oh, and it was a cul-de-sac, too, So, Mm -hmm. and he just never came back. Mm -hmm. It was a ghost. Oh, my God. It was either a ghost or a man the moments before he died. Either way, very sad and very scary. True. Wow. Don't hit people with your car. That's my advice. Or try not to. Try your best. Just try your best. So, are you guys ready? Yes. For a little bit of. uh, Oh shit! Sounds Sounds fake, fake, but but okay. okay. (laughs) Dab. Oh yeah, dab. dab. People aren't dabbing anymore, though. What What are they doing? Flossing. Yeah. Oh my god. Floss. (laughs) (laughs) What do people do now? Sounds fake, but okay. Floss. I think they're flossing. That's what the kids do at work. They're flossing. Do love to floss. They're still flossing. I feel like flossing is like done now. I feel like that's done. They're doing that weird one with the like arm up like this. Oh yeah. I don't know what that one's called. It's like from Fortnite, but I don't know what it's called. Flossing is from Fortnite as well. All these dances are just from that game. They're not from that game. They're just in that game. Oh, I thought they were from that game. Fortnite is notorious for stealing dances. Really? Oh, shit. Yeah, you didn't hear about that? No, I don't hear about anything. Yeah, all the dances in that game are stolen. And I think... From um, who? Different people, tons of different people. Dang. Fuck Some of Fortnite. them are just Fortnite. dances that existed. Some of them are like signature dances that people did. Oh. Like the yeah, Carlton dances in there. They're all stolen. Oh. Or borrowed. I mean, I don't know. I don't know if you can copyright a dance move. But anyway. <laughs> so, are you guys ready? Just in case, for people who don't know what Sounds Fake But Okay is. Oh, yeah. Them, good Kel. point. So, I'm about to read three different stories. Some of them might be fake. Some of them might be real. And you guys have to guess which ones are what. So, some of them... It might be three and zero. It might be two and one. It might be none and none. Nothing (laughs) is real. Nothing is fake. 
Yeah. Damn. We are all dreaming. I feel that. Yeah. Oh, Christy, you just popped back up for me. Maybe my oh. internet was just, maybe Michael's downloading something or something. Tell him to get off. <laughs> well, yeah, he doesn't, off he doesn't know that I'm recording. Oh. I, sh- I should have told Michael. him. <laughs> all right. All right. Let's hear those stories. Okay. Here's the first one. It's called Blow Your Mind. I also nice. wrote these like two months ago or something almost. Okay. Do they have so, a theme? So I don't even remember which ones are real. Sorry. We'll figure <laughs> it out. <laughs> Being in proximity to a volcano as it unleashes hellfire upon the land is, well, not good. Oh, man, this sucks. I wrote this two months ago, but a volcano just erupted yesterday in <gasps> a New Zealand Oh, uh, shit, and everyone died. Island. Yeah, it's really bad. There are a ton of people who are hurt, killed, and completely displaced. Shit. Should we skip that one? <laughs> it's just, it's about Pompeii. It's a historical thing. Oh, okay. But it Fuck is kind of nightmarish. Sorry, guys. It's okay. It, it really sucks, the timing. Yeah. But being in proximity to a volcano as it unleashes hellfire upon the land is not good. The residents of Pompeii and... Hold on. Michael, I'm recording! (laughs) Sorry. That's my brother. Banging on the door. Yeah, spindles. My brother's dog is, like, up against the door to my room, scratching. Spindle! Spindle! Okay, (laughs) let me start this again. He's cute but psycho, as his sweater says. (laughs) (laughs) All right. The residents of Pompeii and Herculaneum likely never knew what hit them when Mount Vesuvius erupted in spectacular fashion way back in the year 79. But new research helps to put the volcano's incredible destructive power into perspective. Um, So sorry to interrupt. <clears throat> Pancakes has been under my bed this entire time and she's trying to get out. <laughs> Go for it. Go, Pancakes. Go. <laughs> Go. Pancakes. You can go. It's okay. Go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry. Go ahead, Pan. Come on. Pancakes is Lindsay's roommate's cat. Come on. And she's like black as night, so sometimes I can't tell when she's. Come on. Okay, she's not going to come out, so you can just keep going. Okay. She kind of scares me, so I'm kind of scared of her, so I won't touch her. She's really big. She's a big cat. She's gigantic, and she bit me once. She's a chonky bitch. Chonky. Go ahead. All right. (laughs) Sorry. I'm just going to start over. Okay. Being in proximity to a volcano as it unleashes hellfire upon the land is not good. The residents of Pompeii and Herculaneum likely never knew what hit them when Mount Vesuvius erupted in spectacular fashion way back in the year 79. But new research helps to put the volcano's incredible destructive power into perspective. The research, which was published in PLOS 1, is incredibly gruesome in its discoveries. Using well-preserved skeletal remains from the victims of the eruption, the scientists paint a dire picture 
of what the last moments of life was like for those living right next to Vesuvius. Bluntly put, the extremely hot gas released during the eruption was like that of a bomb. It enveloped people completely, causing all liquid from their bodies to be instantly vaporized, including body fluids like blood. When those fluids rapidly heated, expanded, and vaporized, it meant blood literally boiled, and the skulls of victims couldn't contain the expansion. With temperatures potentially reaching nearly as high as 1,000 degrees Fahrenheit, their heads literally exploded. Yikes. So that's story one. Does that sound fake, or does that sound real? That sounds real. Mmm... Yeah, I'll say real. All right. Number two. Some general murder. Major Henry Reed Rathborn, a U.S. military official, or I'm sorry, military officer and diplomat, and his fiancée Clara Harris were the couple seated next to Abraham and Mary Todd Lincoln on the night of Lincoln's assassination at the Ford Theater. They're even portrayed in illustrations of the assassination. In most famous illustrations, you can see Rathborn standing in an attempt to save Lincoln from John Wilkes Booth. He failed, and in doing so, was stabbed by Booth with a long dagger. Unlike the president, Rathborn would recover from his physical wounds, but both he and his fiancée would have a hard time dealing with the after-effects of the tragedy in the years ahead. As years progressed into decades, the couple's behavior became more and more strange. Clara paid to have her portrait painted while she wore the blood-soaked dress from that fateful night. Later, she had the dress entombed in a brick wall in her home for unknown reasons. Henry's behavior became more and more erratic. He was paranoid that Clara was plotting against him and planned to leave him and take their children away. One December 23rd, 1980, I'm sorry, no, whoa, (laughs) on December 23rd, 1883, Rathbone grabbed his revolver and a knife and headed to the bedroom where his children slept. His wife, Clara, to save the children, turned Rathbone's attention to her, and he shot and stabbed her till she was dead. He then stabbed himself in the chest five times. The police found Rathbone covered with blood and completely out of his mind. According to reports, he claimed that there were people hiding behind the pictures on his wall. Rathbone spent the rest of his life in a lunatic asylum, where he complained of secret machines in the walls blowing gas into his room and giving him headaches. He died in 1911, becoming the last casualty of the Lincoln assassination nearly half a century after the fact. Did they used to call them lunatic asylums? I guess so. I mean, I hope so. I hope that's not (laughs) too outdated. That's not nice. (laughs) I mean, we don't call them that anymore, for sure. I think it's... I'm going to say real. I think it's real, too. Yeah? All right, all right. All right, this one is called Trickle Down. Ronald Reagan is a famously... Fake. 
trickle down. Ronald Reagan is famously known as one of the most popular and polarizing figures of our time. But before his political career and even his acting career, Ronald Reagan, as a teenager, was a lifeguard at the Rock River in Lowell Park in Dixon, Illinois. During his summers there, he ended up saving a total of 76 people from drowning. However, on July 18, 1927, while being the lifeguard on duty, Reagan was watching a group of families swimming in one of the calmer parts of the river. A young boy by the name of Mitchell Bellamy, age 7, was picked up by the undercurrent and dragged downstream. The family had not noticed at first that the child went missing, but when the mother of Mitchell, Nancy Bellamy, had called out for him and heard no response, she immediately flagged Reagan to alert him that her child might be lost. Reagan, knowing that sometimes the current would be strong enough to drag someone downstream, ran down the bank of the river until he came across a bend with some rocks. In the rocks, he saw the body of a small boy. He jumped in and retrieved the body, bringing it to shore. He called for help and proceeded to give the child CPR. After a few minutes, he gave up. It was too late. Mitchell had been unconscious and underwater for too long and had drowned. Reagan has said that this event has haunted him his entire life. He felt so much guilt for the death of the young boy and quit being a lifeguard that summer. When asked how he could have missed a child floating downriver, Reagan said that it was crowded and that trees cast shade over the river and it was difficult to see. In 1942, Ronald Reagan was chosen to serve in World War II after being in the reserves for years. He was denied participation on active duty due to poor eyesight. Ooh. I'm going to say real. Mm. Sure, yeah. I think it's real, too. All right. So to recap, feel free to change your answers. Also, you guys at home, guess along. Blow your mind is the thing about Pompeii people having their heads explode. Real. Real. All right. That one's real. Yeah. <gasps> I knew it. Pretty that nightmarish. Sucks. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> All right. Some general murder. The one about the guy who tried to save Lincoln going to an asylum because he was loco. Mm, I'm going to change my answer to fake. I'm keeping it at real. Keeping it real. Keeping it real. real. <laughs> that one's real. What? Yeah. Isn't that suck crazy? Suck it, Krista. Rude. <laughs> yeah. Just kidding. Krista, suck it. <laughs> no. Suck it, Krista. Krista, oh, suck I it now. I don't want to. I don't want to. Lindsay said, you gotta. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Trickle down. Ronald Reagan in the river. Real. Real. That one's fake. Oh. I thought oh. you were going to do a do all real. No, um, it's too tempting. I love doing all real, though. But that one's fake. And thank you to Luciano for writing that. <laughs> wow, Lucy. You yeah, got he's, us. He's a tricky little bastard. He's a good Lots liar. Lots of detail. Lots, oh, boy. <laughs> That's not good. <laughs> That's how he gets away with cheating on me all the time. <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> all right. 
So the sources uh, for that were the misfortune that haunted the couple who shared Lincoln's fateful theater box by Barbara Stepko and the volcano that destroyed Pompeii caused heads to literally explode by Mike Wenner. It might be Wiener. I don't want to just call him I Wiener, hope it's though, Wiener. It's not Wiener. <laughs> Mike Wiener. <laughs> Mike no. Wiener. <laughs> Sorry, Mike. And then uh, the third one is, I think, mostly true-ish. But, I mean, the story about the kid drowning and everything is all Luciano. Wow. Our editor-in-chief. Wowie zowie. All right. So what what did we get here? You both got two out of three? No. Or, yep. Lindsay beat no. me. Yeah. Two out of three and one Crystal. out of three. Crystal only got one right. Loser. I, I changed my answer. They teach you not to do that. <laughs> yep. Well, you should if it's, um, what's that game show with the three doors? Mm, let's make a deal. Let's make a deal. You should change your answer if it's let's make a, let's make a deal. Okay. All right. Are we done? <laughs> I mean, yeah. Fuck it. Yes. <laughs> Fuck this. I'm done. <laughs> I quit. You want to plug our stuff? <laughs> yes. Yeah, let's plug it. <clears throat> All right. Um, if you want to follow us on any of our social media, we are Brave Girls Podcast at gmail.com. Oh, wait. What is our um, our Instagram is just Brave Girls Club. Wait. Isn't it Brave Girls Pod? I think it's Brave Girls Pod. Let's double check. I think it is Brave Girls Pod. You're right. Okay, it's Brave Girls Podcast on Instagram. It's Brave Girls Pod on Twitter because they wouldn't let me make it long enough for Brave Girls Podcast. And if you wanted to send us any of your own stories or send us any stories. Oh my God, my cat is rubbing up against the table that my microphone is on. (laughs) Slimy, stop it. Slimy. Slimy, stop it. She has been so loud for like the past 15 minutes. I'm so sorry, guys. That's okay. She's like banging up against the doors and windows and meowing. Remember that one time she pooped when we were oh recording? That was so funny. That it was, was so wild. It, it was. We very were all bad. just like, <laughs> it's, um, it's stinkier now because I changed her food. It's, it's a little healthier now and she's got real healthy, real nasty poops. It's Good for her. Slimy. Good girl. She's thriving. <laughs> she's gained a little weight. She's got more energy. Proud of her. Proud of her. And she's got some gnarly shits. Damn. Love her. Love that Get it, girl. She's about to be pancake-sized. All right. Oh, no. Anything else? I think that's uh, it. We're on Spotify now, if you're listening anywhere else. But you'd rather be listening on Spotify. We're on Spotify. Yeah. And if you're listening on Spotify and you fucking hate it, we're on Mixcloud, Soundcloud, and the Apple Podcasts application. On your smartphone. Mm-hmm. Uh, anything else? We're on Patreon. Uh, oh, Patreon <laughs> uh, content is coming for reals this time. <laughs> now that we're down to three patrons, <laughs> we're gonna start doing shit for yeah. the three that hung on. So, which is my husband and uh, uh, my two siblings. <laughs> so, <laughs> thanks. So, uh, <laughs> No, yeah, we probably shouldn't Love even say that. They, they probably Thank forgot you. that they they're gonna 
undo it now that they're like, oh no, shit, I'm still No, we're bands? actually going to start giving you stuff. I, I'm going to start should, recording. We should use the money that we have in there to like go to s- go somewhere spooky and like record. I'm going to tell you right now, we don't have any money in there. I put it towards the uh, our hosting costs. Oh, yeah. well. Oh, Sorry. That's that good. works too. But anyways, it, yeah. Patreon <laughs> content is coming very soon. So just letting you know <laughs> that's that's going to happen. Yeah. Yes. So yeah. However that okay. works, we'll figure it out. Is yeah. Yeah. I'm else? like mate probably after Christmas because if I do anything else until the new year, I will probably like explode like the Pompeii people. So um <laughs> I feel that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. definitely lots of Can't new do stuff anything coming else on my plate in right 2020. Now. So I am busy. Girl, me too. I feel it. Well, I don't like being busy. I'm not a I'm a person who likes I to rest. Hate it. I hate it so much. I hate being busy. <laughs> I just want to lay down. I hate working every day. Don't I even get me started. Thrive on being busy. I can't not be busy. So a lot of that content for Patreon is probably going to be just me telling bullshit <laughs> stories alone. It's okay. You it's should fine. do an episode that's just knock-knock jokes. Maybe I will. I will. You know what? Let's do it. I'm down. So. All right. All right. Yeah, we're done. Yep. Like and subscribe. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Hit that uh, subscribe button. Hey, what's up, guys? Hit the bell so you get notifications. We are not on YouTube. No. (laughs) No. And we can't be because we're not presentable. I'm sorry. Yeah. (laughs) Well, I'm not, at least. (laughs) I feel like this is just my natural state. So, like, what you see is what you get. That's it. Anyway. Stay brave. Logging off. Signing out. Good night, bye, bitch. Bye. Or good night, sorry. Okay. <laughs> and goodbye, bitch. <laughs>